Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! Alright, so welcome to another Monday morning art talk. Today what I wanted to talk about this week, especially since this is happening right now, is the coronavirus, but in my mind, the silver lining to this. I'm also doing this too as just to almost like a document to look back at this in a year from now, two years from now to watch this video and just see how it all sort of ended up because of um, kind of where it is right now. And I'm, I'm on the mindset where you can either in any situation, and I truly believe this, and maybe it's just the way that I've lived through my life, you can either just, um, you know, panic, or you could just be prepared. Um, you can either choose to look at something as complete catastrophic disaster, where some people may look at the rain coming down and go, my God, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. I hate the rain. It's flooding this and it's doing this and it's doing that. And other people are going to look at it like, you know, this is great. You know, finally, I don't, I can turn off my sprinklers. The mountains are going to get wet. It's going to put the fires out. Whatever it is, everyone's going to have their own different interpretation of how they react to something. And I think it that's what it comes down to is how are you going to, react to something. I'm also one that believes in this biblical saying, I call, I think it was King Solomon, um, I, I don't quote me, but it said that um, this too shall pass. And it was something that always resonated with me. And when I heard those words, and it wasn't through reading the Bible or anything that I read those words, that this was from uh, a, a Buddhist uh, monk who, who sort of told of this and, and quoted it. And it always stuck with me because it made me realize that everything in life, it does come to that. And it come, does come down that the most horrific things that have occurred throughout history and, and life, you can see that nothing lasts forever. Nothing, uh, nothing lasts forever. And it's one of these things where having that concept that was embedded in my mind really stays true to something today. So I look at this as, and I know the effect that it's had, and every time when I'm watching the news, and I go, man, look at what it, what it's doing. You know, it's not just one thing shutting down. It's not just closing off one, one, one convention, and that's it. Just the people who are at the convention miss out. It's all the people. It's, it's the security guards. It's the cleaning crews. It's the you know, the hotel industry, it's the airline industry, it's the, the food courts. I mean, it's the cleaning people. You think about all the people that aren't going to be going to work and at their dry cleaners, their business is suffering, the restaurants that are suffering. There's so many people that are going through a, a suffering aspect right now. Artists, you know, people who are doing caricatures at, at, at parties, convention goers, artists who are doing conventions. There's a couple conventions that have been shut down. Uh, well, I know they're going to be. I know one of them has been right now, a big one, which was um, the Anaheim, the WonderCon. 
which I attend has been closed, is shut down. I was supposed to do a talk at a school and that got canceled. So things even in my, uh, on the side that I'm doing are canceled. I'm curious what's gonna happen with the animation industry just in general when you're talking about where a lot of animation is done in China and the Philippines and Korea and all these, are they gonna stop having their artists go to the buildings to do that? Is that gonna be an effect? So there's a lot more to come. And I do see that in, in that aspect. But what I want to say where I see the silver lining, and this is, again, the, the mindset is, number one, I just feel it's important to, to be prepared, not to hoard, but just be prepared for things and start to try to think of this clear clear mind. And that may even be like just having some sort of, you know, the, the right amount of food that you need just to, hey, listen, I'm not going to go out. I'm going to stay home. And speaking as a, a father of two and, and my wife, and we're just going, hey, you know what? Let's just make sure that we're going to start cooking more meals at home and, and all that sort of stuff is coming. But when I look at the silver lining, and that's kind of what, really what I wanted to get to today, is instead of focusing on all the negative, the bad things, how about let's try to think about some of the positive things that are going to come out of this. For those of you who are have been putting procrastinating on a lot of things and you realize that you're unable to maybe leave the house as much right now or certain things have been closed down, what goals have you been putting aside and pushing aside or projects that you've been wanting to get done have you been just neglecting, but now is going to give you that window. Here's your opportunity. Instead of just sitting at home, being worried, being scared, being terrified, not doing anything, what things can you start to put into action? Because that's what I feel is the most important thing is like, just as long as you're not sick, just keep moving. Just keep moving. Put things into action. Put things into play. What can I build upon? What what things have I, have I not been studying, which I feel I should be studying? Maybe I've been neglecting all those practices. I, I needed to work more on my gestures. I needed to practice drawing hands. I needed to finish that online thing that I was doing. Again, what is it? What is that thing that you've been procrastinating on that now you can say that you can kind of um, start working on it? That's one of the things that I would su suggest for you to do. The silver lining that I look at this too is, look at the, um, just the health concern. It's like, you know how many times I've gone to the bathroom in a public place and, and men have walked out of the bathroom without even washing their hands? And I'm just like, man, you're so gross. You're so, you know, that's just nasty. And even walking out of the bathroom stall, not just urinating, but yeah, no, are you kidding me? That you're and you're touching the door handle and then you're touching this and you're touching that. And so people do that crazy stuff. But maybe consciously in this world now, people are going to just wash their hands more. Is that going to reduce the amount of uh, real illnesses just in, in life? You know, not to say it's going to kill all people die, you know, that people are going to stop dying from the flu and all that. But maybe what this is going to do is just make more people aware just to be a little bit more cleaner, a little bit more hygienic, a little bit more conscious, just cleaning things more often when they usually didn't. The airlines, the buses, all these other places, public transportation, where now cleaners are coming through and they're really disinfecting things more. So we may see a great change in our world come from that. Another thing that comes from something like this, a pandemic, 
is innovation, where what we're going to start seeing now is people, what I truly believe is going to happen, people are going to start to see that the world can still function without having to gather and all these people in one place. You don't need all these in-house meetings. You don't need all these big gatherings where all of a sudden just through online, we can start to still accomplish the same results and people are going to start to see the results of that. What's that going to do? That's going to cause eventually maybe a lot less congestion on the roads. It's going to start, you know, there's a lot of things that I truly think. And the reason I say this too, I love history and, um, and I'm, I'm always reminded of World War II. What, can, what, came, what was the silver lining in World War II? The silver lining in World War II was pure innovation and invention. Because of World War II, we, sonar was created, radar was created, just um, so many things were created and through the, the, the computer was created because of this. And so many things were made and happened because of this. The innovation, the need to produce something was a better thing that happened for this world. I mean, some could argue, was it better or not? I mean, the internet is, I think a lot of this, this madness that people are going through is social media. We didn't have during the SARS and all these other things, the, the level of the social media. We didn't have the gadgets. Everyone's on their phone right now, one, one second after another, seeing paranoia, paranoia, paranoia. So it constantly, it becomes a mindset too. They are constantly inundated with this boom, 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 fed with this paranoia constantly, which has made it 10 times worse. Um, in reality. So these are things, but this innovation is something that's a very vital, important thing that can happen because of this. And that's where I start to see the silver lining. And again, my belief is this too shall pass. And I, I truly believe that. And I'm, I'm looking at the positive things. And another thing that I just kind of want to say is limit the amount of social media things you're looking at. And I swear to God, you've got to do this. So things that I do, so not only have I limited just uh, any sort of news cycle or anything that I watch, so I'm only watching about 30 minutes of the news at the end of each day, where in general I was watching more, but because of all the elections and everything, I just detached myself from it. It's just like the people that are so just... I, I can't even tell you. It's it's amazing to me just how people reacting even in the political environment with they're so, they're they're putting so much off in their own lives just so that they can write something and say something and bash someone and do this and going back and forth, creating their own little mini whirlwind of tornado and chaos in their own life by being so obsessed with Facebook and the social media and have to post and have to say something, they're driving themselves nuts. And if you say that you're not, you're fooling yourself. You're so inundated with that. I'd say to you, if you're in that mind, I guarantee you're probably not creating a lot of your own stuff on the side or yet you don't have a clear mind and I bet you're a very stressed out person and I bet you have a lot of anxiety and I bet you have all these things going on because of these aspects and especially even with this pandemic too the obsession with it is making you that so what do you have to do you have to start to curtail this, you got to start putting out the little mini fires. That's what you got to do. You got to start saying, listen, K 
Can I just quit social media altogether? No, I can't. But what I can do is start just to increments. I'm going to start to limit the amount of social media that I'm looking at. So you limit that. And even for me, when I'm looking at Facebook, I'm, I'm limited completely looking at that sort of stuff. I, and if you go to my phone, you look through my phone, I'm on social media for probably for about 15, 20 minutes a day, max. That's it. And because of this, I'm telling you, it gives me this more of just this outlook of just creation. I just like, oh, I'm kind of bored. What am I going to do? What am I going to work on? What am I going to create? What You know, this is a time to start planning for your future. Because again, this is going to go away. This, we've got the, there's the scientists from all over the world who are doing innovative things, who are working on things. And there's, there's things happening. Even today, there's things happening. I was looking at uh, reading a report about just in Switzerland, something that's already been created, that's being pushed up really fast in the testing and everything that's going to be coming out. I was reading stories of people who have had the coronavirus, who have made it through that were in their 60s, that were younger and said, yeah, I had this fever and I had this, but it subsided and it went away. Not everyone's dying. You know, again, it's this, it's the social media that's creating all this. So you can choose to, you know, even though we're seeing a lot of things shutting down, you can choose to be in that world or you get to, you, you get to decide how you want to react to this. Do you want to be in panic mode? Do you want to be in anxiety mode? Do you want to be in frustration mode? Or do you want to say, let me start planning for the future because I know we're going to figure this out. It's going to work out. And, and again, I'm doing this as a documentary in all honesty to look at a year in advance. Again, I don't know. I can't predict the future. I just have a gut feeling just sort of looking at this thing. And again, I, I, I love watching documentaries. I've been watching documentaries just from um, just other things that have happened in the past. And I'm just optimistic. Uh, you can call me an idiot. You can call me just whatever you want to call me or whatever it may be. But that's how I choose to live. And again, it's my choice. So what I'm offering, saying to you is just like, it's your choice. Do you choose right now to start going, hey, you know, right now the conventions are shutting down. You know, again, it's affecting a lot of artists in this industry, which really sucks. But you can say, can I start preparing for next year's convention? Can I start putting together that children's book, that sketchbook, that, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to work on? Is this something that you can do now and start preparing? And especially if you find yourself in a position where you've maybe even been laid off, which is going to be even harder because now you do have things to worry about. But I'll tell you this too. This is going to be something very important for people is that times like this are to make people aware, not only for sanitary conditions, but preparedness. And I'm an Eagle Scout. I'm a Boy Scout. And the most important thing, the one lesson that we've always been taught from the time I was a little child was two words, be prepared, be prepared. And so you don't neglect these things. So in the future, when we've had fires here, where I live, there's always fires every year. Every year we get these fires and we've been put on evacuation warning a couple times. But be prepared. So get all my stuff together. Are we prepared if we have five minutes to get out of the house, grab our essentials? And now I feel like there's a lot of stuff, unfortunately, that would go up in flames. But take all the essentials and be prepared for that. But where it comes down to is saving money. Are you prepared? Are you saving money? Are you putting money aside that you're earning 
from your job that you're getting. Some people are getting paid more than others and being prepared because they always say that you should be prepared to at least have at least six months of living, to be able to live for six months to a year of, of living after that. So what are you maybe spending money on or just overindulging or doing something where you go, you've never thought about it. Maybe you've never been taught just to save money. That's something that no one's ever said. Hey, set up a separate bank account and start putting money aside, which I've, I've always done ever since I started at the age of 18, my caricature business. I opened up a separate business account. So that's something that I would suggest. Open up a separate business account and every paycheck you get, even if you take $100 from your paycheck and you put it in there, what's going to happen is, can you imagine $100 a week? You know, that's $400 a month if you're able to do that. What about $100 a month? That's an extra $1,200 a year, you know, built up over 10 years if that's what you've been doing. But now's the time for you to start to say, you know what? I was not prepared for this. I was not prepared for that layoff. So now what I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure that I'm putting a money, even have automatic withdrawal so you don't even have to think about it. And these are steps of preparation that one should take because you never know what's going to happen in this world. And this is something, again, I would highly recommend that you think about so you can come to it. So if you are in that place of being laid off, that you don't have to panic so much that you go, you know what, I got to start looking for another job. But... I'm able to still provide for my family. I'm able to pay for, pay for my rent. I'm able to pay for some food. You know, thank God I got enough clothes in my closet. You could say to yourself that I'm going to be warm enough, you know, in time of need, whatever it may be. Again, everyone's got a different situation. And I'm not here to say that, oh, it's so easy, la, la, la. And I don't want you to get that approach. I'm just talking of the positive mindset of just the, don't go into that mode if you can and look at the silver lining on this. And that's all I kind of really want to share with you because this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And again, step by step, day by day, don't be, don't ignore things. Don't stay aloof. Don't be ignorant. Don't throw things. Ah, who cares? It doesn't matter. Like there was, you know, some guy, I think it was some sports guy who was touching all these microphones that happened recently. He ended up contracting it. Oh my God, man. The guy was just touching microphones where people spit and you know, that, that, that stuff was happening. And, um, just, just watch yourself. Just, just be careful. Constantly wash your hands. I have hand sanitizer inside my car. Why? And I've, and I've had it there for a while, um, even before this was kind of happening, because every time I go to the gas pump, man, you know how many people have touched the gas pump? You know, you know how many people are touching money? If you're touching money all the time, if you're not using a credit card, that exchange of money, someone's coughing, <coughs> and then they touch the money and give it, and then that guy gives you the money. And so every time I get in my car, after I've been somewhere, I've opened up a door, I'm just making sure I'm not putting it near my face, but then I, I, I always do my hands every time I get in my car before I even touch my steering wheel. So these are things, again, what, what are you going to do to be prepared and prepare yourself for this? And knowing that this is the reality and this is the other thing is truly acceptance of this. And I know, again, it's a foo-foo, oh my God, acceptance. Yeah, but here's the reality. I, I, I have these three things that I, that, that I preach and that is um, just to accept 
Okay, so that's the number one thing that we got to do here. We got to accept that this is the world we're living in now. This is crazy. I mean, it is wild. It's like it's like being a, a go entering into a movie. Like you're watching this happen and go, oh my God, is this happening in my world? Like my parents survived World War II. My dad's still alive. He remember telling me about the bombings in England and all that and uh, all that stuff that he went through there. But from World War II to this, this is they they haven't seen something like this since World War II you know, of, of something going on. And just, but acceptance, acceptance of the fact that yes, this is the world we're living in. I can't escape to another planet. I can't fly to another country. That's, that's not gonna make it any safer. What are you gonna do? So what you have to do, you gotta accept. You gotta accept the fact that yes, this is our reality right now. This is happening right now. This is where we are right now. The next thing is you gotta adapt. So first thing is accept, next thing is adapt, is now adapt to this new environment. How can I as an individual adapt to this current environment that we're, that we're in right now? And that's it, I gotta to adapt to it. I'm gonna start changing these habits. I'm gonna start adapting to this situation. I gotta realize that this is going on. So you start adapting to that and then adopt. Really, it's just own it. Just adopt it, own it, and just know that here we are. I'm adopting this. This is the reality of our world. This is where I am. You know, again, they're very similar in the sense, but that's what we're kind of dealing with here. So how are you going to come out of this at the end? And I guarantee you, you're going to come out of it because you've been in these situations before. It hasn't been a pandemic, hasn't been a virus, but it's been uh, uh, a loss of a job. It's been having a very bad year. It's been having a tough year. It's been dealing with people in your family. It's been dealing with friends. It's been dealing with relationships. It's been dealing with things that you've dealt with in your past. You may even be in those situations right now. But it's you coming out of those situations where many people do. I've spoken to many of them. Many people do. And you see it all the time. People go through the, sometimes it can last years. But people come out of these situations and they'll say, man, my last year was so bad. And so, but this year, this happened to me and this happened to me. And that's where we are right now. So I, 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 I try, I just want to advise to you if I can just, Try to look at the silver lining of this. What are you going to do to make the change and be the change through all this? Know that this is happening and to better yourself, to change your habits. What are, what are things that you can do? Change your, your health habits, change your saving habits, changing your work habits. These are the things that you really got to just try to think about as you're moving into this new world that we're in. This is it. Nowhere else to go. Not going to Mars. Not going to Venus. Not going to. You know, not, I could go there. Not going to the moon. This is it. I'm on this planet. I can't hide under a rock. I'm not going to bury myself in a bunker. This is it. So, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to make the change to give yourself a better outlook? How much less are you going to spend on social media? worrying about all these things, the, the fanatic thing. If anything, I'd say, hey man, keep looking at Instagram. You know why Instagram's so great? Because 
It's just we're sharing artwork with each other. We're sharing happy little drawings and happy moments and, and things like that. You go to Facebook, it's a whirlwind of chaos and the world's collapsing and, and breaking down. And now in this political realm and you've got even Democrats fighting with each other over this, you know, Bernie and, and Biden. I and mean, it's ridiculous. It's just crazy. People are going crazy. So do you want to be a part of that chaos? If you want to, go for it. Be a part of the chaos have fun with it, stress yourself out, have anxiety, be upset all the time, be angry all the time if that's what you choose. Otherwise, I'm telling you, choose the, not the dark side, choose the light side, choose the side that you go, uh, you know what, instead of watching, looking at Facebook or all the news channels that are creating all this chaos, maybe I'm going to watch a documentary and learn something. What can I take in that's going to help me? Maybe I'm going to find some awesome book that I'm going to read, that I'm going to start, you know, that's going to brighten me up and, and, and give me some insight. It's going to help me. Maybe I'm going to learn something about this new business I've been wanting to get into, whatever it may be, and start investing in yourself in that way. And I promise you, you're going to see a change. You're going to be thankful when it happens and that's all I can um, suggest that's my suggestion uh, for take it for whatever it means to you curse me out if you want to curse me out and tell me that I'm tell me that I'm wrong and again you can do have whatever your opinions are and I and I those are your opinions but this is my opinion that I wanted to get off my chest and share with you and uh, that's it so thanks for watching make it a great week just um, you know wash those hands clean those hands as often as possible again think of all the stuff you're touching don't be touching your face don't go to, you know, they say the social distancing. I believe in that. I'm never a big crowd guy anyway. I don't personally like that. Uh, but that's something just, you know, think about what you're going to do and educate yourself. And for anyone out there, I just would encourage you just to go to the, the cdc.gov website or the coronavirus.gov website because that's where all the current actual real facts are happening from our government, from that's being listed, that um, is up to date and current and, and being taken care of. So just uh, try to avoid all the other noise that's out there and, and, and the, the panic through there. All right, make it a great week and I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. To learn more about my Skype mentorships and workshops, please visit silvertoons.com. And if you like, sign up for my mailing list where you'll be notified of any upcoming workshops or events. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.